Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Girl Goals Podcast with Angie Taylor. Today, I'm putting a co-worker on blast, Veronica Beckfield, queen of everything digital, iHeartMedia Chicago. Hi, Veronica. Hello. V-Money. Yeah. Also the creator of our Girl Goals Podcast t-shirt logo and the logo for everything Girl Goals. Thank That's you for me. that. Yeah, of course. Anytime, really. Um, so <laughs> tell everybody exactly what your title is here at iHeart. Okay. Um, the reason I have you here is because your job is... I guess relatively a new career. I mean, if you're thinking about how long social media and digital yeah, has been a totally. thing and a lot of people are interested in that. Yeah. So my title here at iHeart is um, digital program director. So that means that I'm kind of over all digital content being created here in Chicago of all six of our stations, whether it's a gospel station, the country station, the hip hop station, um, our top 40 station, anything and everything that touches any social platform, but also our websites. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. It is a lot. It's it's a you're, lot. You're basically running all the digital for six separate stations yep. and having to know the right content for all of those stations. Absolutely. Because everybody's different. Exactly. So is this like when you, uh, where did you go to school, by the way? So I went to school at Purdue University in Indiana. Okay. And did you go to school for anything like this? Um, nothing directly related to social media, but I did go to school for graphic design. Okay. Um, which... Even back then, it's kind of aged, which I say back then, it's only been like, I guess it's been 10 years. No, it's not. It's been six years now. Okay. Um, but yeah, I went to school for graphic design. That was my main major. I wish I had a, like a, what's it called? A minor. Uh-huh. I didn't have a minor, but looking back, I wish I did just to help myself out. Um, but yeah, graphic design back then, I think Instagram was just getting right. up and going. Twitter was going, but it wasn't super hot. Facebook, of course, right. was the main one at that point. So. Right. And everybody was hyper-focused on their websites more than anything, I think, back yeah. then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So were you always interested in all things social, the digital stuff, or was it just you were focusing on yeah. um, graphic design? So with graphic design, I kind of got um, intro to it because whenever I was in middle school and high school I was in a show choir, the director was a graphic designer and she just had such a great like attitude about her job. Like She didn't hate it. She traveled somewhat. Um, and of course, she designed all of her stuff. Um, but that's where my interest got with graphic design. So out of college, I got my first job with like a small, like, I guess it's really not super small, but a mom and pop company out of Niles, Illinois. They do like all like the foam fingers and like sports memorabilia and things like that. Okay. So I was like a really, um, there is a company that does the foam fingers, man. (laughs) They do. And they're the only company that produces them. So I love it. But I was just like a glorified intern for like a long, a longer amount of time than I should have been, but it was kind of boring. So I did graphic design there. Um, and then I got my foot in the door at Clear Channel Outdoor, which mm-hmm. is the billboard company that iHeart used to be sister. I don't really know the situation. We with used that, to. But, we <laughs> used to be. Well, our company used to be Clear Channel right. altogether. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we did have. The, and I think they recently separated. Yep, we separated from them, but yeah. But I did do strictly designing billboards there, and I wanted to open up my um, creative ways, I suppose. And I introduced myself into video editing, and so I would do like client videos to help show and sell these billboards in certain parts of the city. And that was all self-taught. I was, I was, like, I was gonna say that, like, so nobody at 
when you were working at the billboard, you know, clear channel yeah. billboard outdoor, nobody was saying, hey, you need to learn how to do Mm-mm. video editing and stuff. You took that upon yourself. Yeah, I took it upon myself. I think our marketing director at the time, he's like, hey, I want to do this. Does anyone have any knowledge or education about it? Like, I was I'll like, figure it out, man. Exactly. I, and was I, th- like, I think a lot of times when you get into a job, especially these days, because nobody really does just one thing anymore, that it's so important for you to be the one to step up to the plate and be like, I don't know how to do this shit, but I'll figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, I didn't know the first thing about even, I knew how to turn on a camera. <laughs> yeah. That was it, you know? Um, but I watched all the YouTube videos. I You learned from YouTube. Literally, YouTube. Like, I think. You learned from YouTube how to do video editing. Yep. That's YouTube. amazing. And so then, I was there for maybe, I want to say, a year, I think. And I was liking it, but at the same time, I think I was still not doing the most I could with my talents and it was getting kind of boring. So I was using social media and I was listening to the radio often because I was in Chicago. I drove a while to get to my job Mm -hmm. and I really liked the idea of radio for some reason. I've always been interested in it, but I was like, oh man, what if if I worked there? Like, I don't know what I would do there, but what if I did? And so I started following the, you know, the personalities I was listening to and specifically one was a DJ at the time and I slid in his DMs and I was like, hey, it was DJ Hot Sauce. Okay. I love Hot Sauce. So I slid in his DMs and I was like, hey, um, I'm a designer. Do you need any? I can design whatever you want. Yeah. And he was like, oh, sure. Like, Because I know DJs you know, did shows everywhere. I think it's important everything. that you are also saying, not only did I step up and try a different um, part of my job, the video editing, but you mm-hmm. also took it upon yourself yeah. to kind of grassroots your way in the door. Like, hey, I'm going to slide in your DMs. Right. I don't want to, like, bang you. I really am interested in doing this. I don't think a lot of people believe that if you make that move, Mm -hmm. that people will be receptive to it. Right. Because most people are like, oh, this is weird. He's just rando asking me to do this. Like, what do you want type thing. Right. And I didn't know anybody in Chicago except for, like, a few of my sorority sisters at the time and... That's really about it. So I didn't know. I didn't even know how to even get my foot in the door anywhere I wanted to go. So that was like a huge networking thing for me. Right. Um, That's so important. And it's more than just LinkedIn. It's like if somebody wanted to work with you, like, they, hey, Angie, I see you're going to be at the show. Yeah. Can I come and take your photo? Like, I don't know. But so, yeah, from there, I did some designs for him. And then he knew my interests and where I wanted to go and what I was able to do. And the former position I was in at iHeart opened. And he's like, hey, you should apply with the, apply to this. Here's um, um the hiring person's email. Just what was the them. position? Um, it was the digital content manager. So okay. it's the position that's right under me right now. Okay. Um, and so I applied, and within like two or three weeks, I want to say, I want to say closer to two. It was pretty quick. I came in and did my interview. Um, super nervous because it's freaking iHeartMedia. Like that's right. a huge company, and like they're like it's the company, the number one digital <laughs> media, outdoor, indoor, backyard, social, podcast, like. social personalities, everything. And yeah. it was Chicago, and I came from a super duper small town in Indiana that just is nothing on the. And map, you're like, this is big time, yay! It was huge. Yeah. It was so big, and I was so nervous, and I was coined as AC was the person who was hiring me, who was Shout out. who I like replaced, I suppose, but. She was like, you're like my unicorn. You do graphic design. You do video. You do editing. I did animation. Like, everything. Wow. You Um, are like what I sometimes refer to Rufio as. You're like the Swiss army knife of I Heart Chicago because you can do mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. And And those are people that are so valuable. Um, So I, I love that you, even if it wasn't something that you wanted to make a career of, mm-hmm. you at least stuck your foot in the water on this, that, and the other thing yeah. and made yourself invaluable in that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. So like she said, I was her unicorn and um, and within you know a week or so, I got my 
uh, not confirmation, offer letter, I suppose, and three years later, here I am. Here you are. Yeah. And now you're the boss boss lady. I am. I'm like the top lady dog. I love it. <laughs> the top lady dog. You're the top bitch then. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, you are girl goals. Thank you. Um, because of all of this. And I, I think it's really important for people because because this is sort of a newer industry, a yeah. new career field. Do you, do you know that colleges teach the sort of things that you learned on your own or that you um, would need for your job? I think that there's definitely a lot more that I need to learn in video editing in general. I think that it's never ending. Um, and where do you go for that? You just go online and try to Yeah, like dig if somebody in? wants something like, hey, Veronica, can you, um, I don't even know. Because there's do somebody this above editing? you that's like this wise old sage of your right. business no. to show you the way. Like if yeah. I want to do things in radio, I have people I can call right. that have been doing it longer than me yeah. and that know more and- you know, you don't, you're kind of like the uncharted territory. No, of course. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I Google a lot of stuff. Like mm-hmm. whenever anybody in the building, hey, Veronica, can you do this for me? Or what's the answer for this? Like, if I don't know the answer. I honestly just Google a lot you of stuff. You ask Jeeves. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> um, I have a few point people, like if I have questions like about maybe just like industry stuff that I'll ask about. Right. Um, and then I have a handful of close friends that do a lot more stuff with um, video editing. So I'll ask them about that kind of thing. But well, let's talk Always about learning. let's talk about when you have you know a social presence or mm-hmm. you need a social presence for things like work. Yeah, like with us here specifically, Fred and Angie, Kiss FM. There are so many places we need to be and be seen, and so many mm-hmm. platforms that we need to be a part of. The Facebook web page, um, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, like yeah. everything. What are some of the things that you see? on, you know, maybe other companies, other personalities, or, like, things that you're like, ooh, this is not something you should be doing, like the do's and don'ts yeah. or the things that maximize your presence. Um, I think that... Let's start off with the do's. Do's. Okay, the the things to amplify your profile as much as possible on mm-hmm. social platforms. I think the first thing is, if able, is making all of your platforms the same name. Okay. Like say that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like say your name on Instagram is just Angie Taylor. Mm-hmm. You don't want your Twitter to say Angie, Angie Radio. Dot, dot, yeah. Dash. Just so whatever. you're easily found. Yeah, yeah. Something crazy. Yeah. Easily found. You're on brand that way. Um, Sometimes it's hard because you know it is difficult, especially if URLs like, get taken, names get taken. This late in the game, I obviously it's only like five or six years, but everyone right. has Instagram and everyone has Twitter, and some stuff is already taken. So it you is actually really unique and creative then. Right. Um. I think. Oh, man. That's a big deal. Make sure everything is consistent. Like, have, like, a theme, I guess. Okay. Like So the, you need a niche. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to stand out. Mm-hmm. You I know, think like, so. Because there's so many bloggers that make so much money, and it's like- Yes, it's incredible. How many, like, fashion bloggers, mom bloggers, food bloggers? You have to be right. the mom blogger that has something different. We had Mama Fresh on our show. Mom blogger for the black community in Chicago because yep. she wasn't finding- you know, resources that she wanted. Mm-hmm. So boom, now that's a big thing. She found her angle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there's so many different niches that you can get super deep or super broad in that. Um, I think being consistent. Yeah. In like whether it's posting or tweeting or YouTubing or whatever it might Is be. Is there a too much I don't think posting so. tweeting? Um don't, I don't personally you think like think feeds so? get clogged and people are like, oh you again? I think so. Depending on your following, I guess. But yeah. I mean I only have like not that many followers, but I feel like, oh, I can only post once a day. But I feel like these people that have 500 plus thousand followers, they can post as many as they want to and no one's going to bat a lash. Right. It's like, oh, it's like a new outfit or a new recipe or, you know, whatever whatever it might be. I feel like YouTube might be a little bit different. Maybe like um, 
once a week. Same thing with like podcasting. You don't yeah. want to overdo it because people have to listen as you're talking. So, right. you know, you don't want to give them like five a week and, oh my God, there's so much to do. Then you feel like um, you have a Netflix queue that you got to catch up on. Something. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so what about so don'ts? Because I'm, I'm you. I mean, we get, you know, we get that email from Veronica when Veronica needs to, you know, scold kids around here. So I know you have a list in your head of things that drive you crazy when you see people posting things online. Mm-hmm. Or what are some of the real don'ts? So I would say that my, I guess you could call them pet peeves, kind of more um, focus on like big brands instead of just like an individual. Okay. Do you understand what I'm so saying? So like if you Let's take, for instance, a Coca-Cola. Yeah. Or something like that. So I would say the don'ts for them. Okay. I go, okay. For the big This brands. is a great thing. Um, so say that Rufio has, it's his Rufio. It's his personal account, right? Okay. And then he has his child and now he wants to maybe post more about his child. I mm. don't think Rufio should, maybe his child has his own Instagram account. That's not what I'm saying. Rufio wants to show off that he's a dad now. Right. So instead of making another account that says Rufio dad life, he should just put everything underneath that same Rufio page because now you're directing people to more than one page. Oh, Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. Unless it's like a thing so you're, you're trying to So you're saying if you want to mm-hmm. branch off and do like baby pictures all day, right. then let's do a Rufio's baby site. Right, his own, Got like you. baby Ashlyn has his own page. Yeah. Do we have one of those yet for baby Ashlyn? <laughs> we need to reserve no, that right now. <laughs> Get that going. But I find, like if Rufio like has... He wants to show off his dad's side. I don't think he should make another Instagram page for Maybe that. Maybe sprinkle a couple. Exactly. Because, because that's part of his personality because and if, who he is. As a fan of Rufio, I don't want to have to follow five different pages of Rufio. Right. You know what I mean? Right. With, with everything being in one, um, I think that that would be easier for people to follow. And follow also, along. as a fan of Rufio, you don't want to see every time your kid wakes up, goes to sleep, what he's eating <laughs> all day. Yeah. You know. So, so I think, and okay. I, I can imagine that Rufio is probably going to post that same photo of him holding his baby on that dad page um, that multiple. he would on his personal page. Okay. So, wow. Do you, that are twice. you a fan of cross-platform posting like that? Like, you know, if we have six different platforms that we use mm-hmm. to do the same post on each platform? Um... I think it varies. I would say, so for the Fred and Angie platform, I feel like, right. um, for that one, I feel that one's a little, like supposed to be a little more personal to you guys. And it's more show-based. Exactly. Where it's not like my personal page and Fred's personal page. We're not going to like necessarily, for lack of better words, claw the kiss page with all of these personal right. Fred and Angie posts. Right. Um, certain things, I'm sure, can be cross-posted. You know, every now and then, to get people to maybe follow the Fred Names You page, you want to yeah. post on the Kiss page, but... I'm always afraid of oversaturation, you know? Like, yeah. I'm afraid that people are sick of my face, sick of my <laughs> stories, sick of everything. Like, I gotta hear your ass on the radio every day. <laughs> now and I have now to, see, I have your to face. see what you're eating, what you're doing. But people love hashtag that. hashtag ads, like, they, all this stuff. I feel like the people, like, the fans will love that because... They think that you're an out-of-reach person. It's like, oh, my God, it's Angie Taylor. Like, she's a celebrity. Like, she's, like, you know, out here. But, oh, wait, she's a real person. Like, she's got her hair in a messy bun or she's just at home on a couch. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of makes you a little more personal that way. Okay. Um, It's like whenever we see, like, Chrissy Teigen and, like, doing crazy stuff with her kids. They're the best. But Chrissy Teigen also doesn't have a media platform where she's on the radio every day talking about the same things that she's posting. <laughs> so I'm just afraid of that personally. That's no, just no, my no, personal No, 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 of thing. course. But I think that obviously Chrissy Teigen has built that platform that platform for her where right. she can talk whatever political way she wants to. Right. And that's why people are following her And I her can't too. do that. Right, because you're obviously I'm under an umbrella. Brand. I'm, exactly. I'm a brand. I'm part of the brand, darling. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. And I, because of that, I feel like obviously you have to be cautious of what you're posting right. in general. So what are some other things that you see that drive you nuts on social media? Is it 
a particular like language or topics that you're tired of seeing or like, um, oh my God, why would you post that? Like, Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's a lot of things that make me cringe, to be quite honest. Let's hear them. <laughs> like, I follow a few bloggers and I just hate how they have like a camera person following. Like, it's probably someone's phone following them. They look over their shoulder. I don't know why. Just the over the shoulder that. look. Like, you're tired of it. I'm being, I, nobody can see what I'm doing, but. Um, You're doing that like, over the shoulder. Yeah, over like, the shoulder look. Like trying to back, like, like trying to be candid about it. Right. And we all know it's Your fake. hair is blowing in the yeah. wind. And you're like, oh my God, I'm like, so free spirited. Oh, camera's following me. Like, right. just, it drives me nuts. Um, what else don't I like? Uh, <laughs> grammar is a huge deal. I know a lot of people are super right when it comes to grammar, but when they're not, it drives me insane, especially whenever it's stuff that I'm over. Yeah. Um, um, what about text lingo? Like if people. Shorten words. Are you a fan of that, or do you feel like people um, should be a little bit more? Depends on the audience. Formal. Depends on the okay. audience. So for like the top forty station, I would say it's totally fine, like to say TBH or right. But if I see a an older man that's doing like shortened things with a ton of emojis, I'm like, what the hell? It's too much. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, did your teenage daughter write this? Right. I'm confused. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of odd. Um, what else drives me insane? Is there um, anybody that you have a bone to pick right now at I I Heart Chicago? I would love to know. <laughs> You don't have to name names, but tell me something that's pissing you off here at work. Let's hear it. Spill the tea. I mean, honestly, it just drives me nuts whenever people try to, um, like, not really tell me how to do my job, but maybe try to do t- say something as if I'm not doing it correct. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think maybe, depending on who it comes from, it's maybe because just being a woman, mm-hmm. maybe in like my top mm-hmm. position. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I'm fairly young for being in my position, I believe. Yes. Um, I know that was kind of a, not an issue, but definitely a, a subject whenever I did get hired in a position. Like, oh, do you, like, we know you're younger and you're pretty successful for being as young as what you are. Do you think that'll be an issue with having to like manage people below you or Isn't that crazy? around you? Yeah. That it's really insulting in a way. It is. It's like, let me, okay, you know I'm capable of doing this job. Mm-hmm. Like, let me navigate that on my own yeah. and see what I do instead of questioning if I can do it. Right. And, I mean, to be quite honest, I was kind of um, intimidated by having to manage, I don't manage, like, a whole army of people. It's I think just everything's person, intimidating when you first walk into it. Absolutely. You know, even if you walk in confident that you're going to crush the job, mm-hmm. it's going to be intimidating because you are not aware of everybody's style of work and right. management and how to manage them mm-hmm. and their personalities and what they respond to and how they communicate. Right. So that's got to be nerve wracking. And anyway, you're managing personalities at the same time. Personalities and, and their personalities. Right. Like, it's and a lot. And all of their personalities. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a lot. I was telling you, I was texting you from LA last week. Uh-huh. Um, I was at the iHeart Music Summit. Yes. And there was one part of the summit. So it was like all day, you know, iHeart people sit in this room. We listen to music. By the end of the day, it's 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. basically. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. By the end of the day, the music starts to sort of blend together. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I hearing? <laughs> but there was one day where I thought I was done. And then all the bosses are like, oh, no, 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 no. Programming meeting now for oh, everybody. Wow. You know, we're going to talk about digital stuff and all this stuff. So I was like, okay, <clears throat> thought I got to go home, but cool. I'm so glad that they did this because mm-hmm. 
I feel like social media, everything, it's changing constantly. It is. What you should be posting, what you shouldn't, which platforms you should be aware of, mm-hmm. the ones that are ready to die, that is like, don't even worry about that one. Yeah. And so one of the things that they were saying through research is basically Instagram and TikTok are everything. Mm-hmm. And don't worry about the Facebooks anymore because they used to shove the Facebook down our throat all they the do, time. Or do. Not saying that Facebook isn't an entity and, and valuable anymore, mm-hmm. but it's like, hey, let's get on this trend, get on this wave. Are you seeing that too? Um, it depends on the demographic. So um, we see, we use Facebook, we as in me, in my department, use Facebook to get clicks to our website. Mm-hmm. That's what like my department like lives off of gets paid off of judged after right um so i don't think personally we'll ever just like say bye to facebook in that sense because on instagram you can't just easily click on a link or on tiktok you can't either but like our view on a three audience which is you know like an older demographic older black demographic and they love facebook Facebook. yeah and you know this from research yeah and we research mm -hmm. the hell out of Everything, like yes. what people 100%. are looking at on social, where they live, where they go, where they eat, right. what songs they love, like yep. all they, of those things. Like if you, like if um somebody on the Kiss Station goes live like at 5 p.m., they're just talking about whatever, Facebook Live, they'll maybe get like a couple of likes, maybe a comment and a share. I don't know. I'm just making this up. But if you go live on the VO3 Facebook, they'll have 500 comments, 23. 2,000 shares. Like, That's because they're just more engaged. Exactly. Their audience is more engaged Like, they love Facebook. Right. So like, it depends on the, yeah, because I totally can't depends see on the demographic. V103 needing a TikTok Mm-mm, Not anytime presence. soon, that's for sure. Maybe and in 10 years. And if they did, it, yeah. they would have to do it in a way that would skew to the, the younger audience. Like, yeah. I don't know, feature throwback R&B songs or, you know, something along those lines. Right. One um, of the things they also spoke about um, are some of the things that turn people off okay. and turn people on as far as e- even like language and the things that you're posting. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that stuck out like a sore thumb was people that are doing like same shameless self-promotion. Oh, And so many people have book deals or this or right. that. And they were saying that that is just such a turnoff to the masses, which I found interesting because I know so many people that do that kind of thing. I, I, as you were saying that, like numerous people came up. I'm like, oh, they tweet about it all the time. It's yeah, so and, annoying. <laughs> and it's, the other part of it is, you know, that sounds very like bougie and not like a normal thing to, mm-hmm. you know, be shameless about. Right. But, you know, to a, a regular everyday level, it's like this, the person that is constantly just posting selfies all the time. It's like, I know what you look like. Yeah. Like we're doing this for attention now. Mm-hmm. Like, so all the self-serving stuff rather than, Hey, what do you think about this? What right. do you think about that? More engaging stuff. More engaging stuff. Yep. Um, because what are you going to say about your 800th selfie of the day? Right. Or like my favorite is like with the selfies is having some really deep caption. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should we shout out Paulina? Oh, is she? does she do that? Girl. <laughs> oh, stop playing dumb now. Veronica, oh, shoot. we 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 I can say this on the podcast because we we kind of drag her for it sometimes on the show, but and she used to get super irritated oh, no. by people that did that. And so now, now she does it. yeah, now it's the thirst <laughs> trap with the spread your wings and fly, and I want everybody to be oh, great. My. It's like, what does that have to do with your right. thirst trap right now? Just just let us just say like your is. photo. Say yeah, just be a just be like it. thirst trap. Here you go, thirst trap Thursday. That's funny. That's so funny. She should do a thirst trap Thursday. I'm down. Yeah. I mean, it's another social <laughs> content piece we could use. <laughs> where do you see your job? Or I should actually ask, where do you see social media going? Because I always wonder, social media is so polarizing. People get are like so fed up with it. It changes people's personalities. Mm-hmm. People get depressed over things they see. They get 
incensed over political things. Do you yeah. see social media always being a thing or do you just see it evolving into something else? Like, will there always be a Twitter and an Insta and a, those things? I think that it'll always be around at this point. It'll just keep evolving. I don't know what it'll evolve to. Um, and it might even slowly die off like the previous, the first social medias did, like the yeah. MySpaces, yeah. all that kind of thing. Like, is there a tipping point? You know, yeah. I, I feel like with Facebook, mm -hmm. a lot of the Facebook tipping point was the politics. And right. it's always like your uncle's arguing about Trump right. stuff or whatever it is, mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like that was kind of a tipping point for Facebook. Mm -hmm. Once you're parents and grandparents and everybody else is on there it's right. like oh god it's like the place where you don't really go but you kind of go but uh, yeah like as an individual but you're kind right. of just going to see i go to see pictures yeah which is you know like my mom will, like we'll talk on the phone all day or after work every day she's like oh did you see so-and-so on facebook i'm like no yeah not really mom oh, my mom is the same way <laughs> my mom loves I facebook about what your cousin doing on the facebook right do you see on the facebook and i'm, and I'm, I'm like, sure our moms are similar in age and they yeah Love Facebook. My they mom love loves it. Facebook. Oh, my mom, the last time she she lives in Minneapolis, which is part of the reason I still have my Facebook. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't. But I want to see what my family's up of to. Of course. So she came to visit um, a few months ago. And the first thing she did before she even poured <laughs> her coffee was get on her phone and check her Facebook. All like, the time, yeah. She was so extra more than my teenage daughter. I was like, damn. Yeah. Facebook got him. And she, like, literally every conversation you have refers to something of Facebook and I never know what she's talking about or, right. you know, whatever it might be. I'm like, mom, those are people I went to high school with. Like, I don't yeah. talk to them anymore. Right, 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 right. Whereas I'm like, oh, like on Instagram, I sent you a DM. She's like, well, how do I an yeah. answer that? I'm like, I feel like now that, you know, the social <clears throat> media thing has exploded, it, pr it probably never will go away mm -hmm. because I do feel like there's such benefit for. Well, and I think that there's so much money that goes into it. Yeah. So I don't think it can go away. That's another thing that I learned is about influencers mm -hmm. that sometimes drive me crazy. Yes. But like mega influencers. I'm talking like the Kim Kardashians yeah. where you get paid a million dollars a post. Mega influencers versus what they called micro influencers, mm -hmm. which are people that have a thousand to like 10,000 right. followers. Mm -hmm. And the narrative basically was people will be more engaged with whatever it is you're putting out as a micro-influencer yep. because they just feel like everything a Kim Kardashian is putting out, if it is an mm -hmm. ad, it's so obvious, it's only for money, right. high, it's like, flat tummy stuff. tea. Yeah. yeah, her branded stuff, where, of course, people are going to be like, well, of course, she got paid a million dollars. She's going to act like she loves it. Right. Or, of course, it's KKW Cosmetics. Right. She has to plug it. Yep. But if it's, you know, just a micro person, mm -hmm. people will believe a little bit more or be more inclined to try yeah. it because those people are more like us. Yep. I'm, I don't live the Kim Kardashian life. No. So who does? Right. So I found that really interesting, No, it too. is interesting. And I feel like it's it's has to be accurate, obviously, because research and all that jazz. But I feel like even myself, whenever I post like a new vegan food option, like, yes. I'll have like five DMs about, like, oh my God, where'd yes. you get this? How do I make this? This, because that, and the other. people know that you're passionate about exactly. it for real. Yeah. Because you're not just out here hashtag adding right. everything. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I have not 10,000 followers. So right. they, it just, yeah. It's They're crazy. paying the big money to the wrong people then. I know. They're the right? ones that should be making all I the know. Money. They, were, they talked about micro influencers, which would, I guess, be me, yeah. and nano influencers, were, okay. which are people i guess less than two thousand followers or okay something. and so th they even had more <laughs> of um the engagement engagement the, yeah. and passion yeah about what they talked about than a kim kardashian right. poster so and i feel like that the kim like specifically kim kardashian or anyone who has that big of a fan base they don't follow them to be buying these products right. they follow them just because they've started following them from back in the day right. the shows the 
her dating There's Kanye, the, the like other whatever. stuff, the fashion, yeah, the whatever. Exactly. I follow her because I just want to see what she's wearing every day. There is this um, twi- Twitter account. I don't know exactly if it was Twitter or Instagram, but the tweet specifically was like, this girl had like a million plus followers and she wanted to start her own t-shirt line or clothing line or something like that. So she dropped the link, everything was ready to go. And like in a matter of like a few days or something, it she just like shut it all down because she could only sell 36 t-shirts. What? 36 of like, oh, she had like, I don't know if she had like a million or multi-million following, but she couldn't sell anything. Like, Wow. Yeah. Because, P- uh, yeah, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Start, you know, advertisers, start looking at the micro and the nano influencers. Yeah, That's seriously. where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. Right. Because people like us, where we have like, I don't know, I don't think I have a thousand friends, but I have a thousand followers. Right. And I think they obviously, if I were to, I don't know. You are a bigger social media commodity. Right. Veronica than Kim <laughs> Kardashian, according to research. Yeah. Isn't I mean, that interesting? It's and I, insane. Because I feel like. Um, followers <clears throat> in in uh, this day and age, it's currency yep. to so many people and everything is for a click and a right. follow and a like. Mm-hmm. And there's so much emphasis on it, but it was really refreshing to hear like, hey, don't worry about it. No. Because, you know, the nano and the micros are where it's at. Totally. Yeah. It's so insane. I thought that was a really interesting thing too. I mm-hmm. love this conversation because everybody wants to be an influencer. Everybody wants to make money on social. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to give, I wanted you to give the blueprint and the tips and the do's and don'ts mm-hmm. so that everybody can sort of amplify their own hustle yeah, and, and make sure that they're doing it the right way. And <laughs> I'm I still kn- learning. So, I, you, Well, <laughs> like I said, you're up, you're one of the pioneers, yeah. really. I mean, it's a new yeah. medium. It's a new business. So yeah. congratulations oh, to thank you. Thank you. You're like, <laughs> you're like, I don't know, you're like uh, the Rosie the Riveter of, of social like media. That. Like right. you're doing it first. Like instead so. of like pumping my arm, I'm like on my phone. Tapping away. <laughs> right, tap, How, tap, do tap. you have a burner phone? I don't. Okay. You're I try like, to get iHeart to pay for one, but they won't. They won't pay for one? <laughs> no. You're like tired of people blowing you up all day. Right. All I right. used to get a lot of DMs whenever I would tag myself and like, oh, I took this photo. And they're like, oh, can I work for you? Can I work for you? I'm yeah. It like, mm, doesn't work like that. Are we going to see, uh, I know you're vegan. I am. Like, high five. Are we going to see like any vegan Veronica stuff in the future? So my boyfriend and I did vegan try- Vegan Veronica. Oh, I kind of like that name. Maybe if there's a website in the future, but I did try an Instagram account with it and honestly, it's so much work. It is a lot of work. Especially to be, whenever I'm doing it day in and yeah. day out as a regular job to go home and- To blog about that. You're like, shit, I've been doing it's like, this Actually, think about how to write a blog, how to write the recipe, make the food, yeah. make sure it looks good, right. and then take photos of it. So. And, the, and blogs these days, especially like if you do a recipe or something- there's 87 pictures. There's 20 paragraphs. Know, paragraphs I, I about it. I love the way sweet potatoes feel. It's a great. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, no one cares. Sweet potatoes. <laughs> Get to this the recipe. One. Yeah, it's a great. It, it, it's a. Gr- I can see how it's a great thing for people that are home that aren't working, literally that are doing something else. Yeah, you know, that are it's not a in whole the whole other job. Yeah, it's a great. It's but it's a job. Right. And so I can understand if you're doing your nine to five job now trying to maintain this blog too. So yeah, that lot, being though. said, before we go. Yeah. Um, I know there's so many people that are interested in doing the sort of thing yeah. that you do. Um, are you open to people like hitting you on the DM? Like, hey, can I get your advice on this, that, and the other thing? Sure. Okay, great. Can yeah. you plug all your socials? Yeah. So on Instagram, it is Veronica Sue B. Veronica Sue S U E B. Okay. And it's actually the same on Twitter too. So look at you. 
taking your own advice. <laughs> I was just waiting for her to be like, and then I'm Veronica Vegan, right. Girl 27 <laughs> on this platform, taking so. your own advice. Veronica Backfield. Yes. Big boss lady over here at iHeart. Beautiful girl. Thank you so much for being on Girl Goals yeah, today. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for the logo. Of anytime, literally. Right on. <laughs> if you know a girl who should be recognized, email us at girlgoalspodcast at iheartmedia.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.